Where, what high school did you go to in Louisville, Kentucky? St. Xavier. And I, I got to correct you. It's Louisville, Kentucky. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I had to do it. It's all right. My dad's yeah. from there. So <laughs> screw all your Louisville, 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 Louisville. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? It's Chris Sims on Button. Yeah, baby. We're in Indy. It's combine time. That's right. We're watching. I'm scoping people out, talking to coaches, coach interviews, GMs. We got it all. It's all going to be released through the podcast, everything. We got it going. And this week, the podcast, Wednesday edition, Thursday edition, whatever the hell day we're in right now, I can't remember. I've talked in so many damn interviews, all right? It's the quarterback podcast. What the hell you think we're here for? It's Chris Sims on Button. We got some good interviews with the quarterbacks, all right? I didn't talk to Matt Corral, so he will not be involved in this. But as far as the rest of the group, Kenny Pickett, uh, Desmond Ritter, Malik Willis, Carson Strong, Sam Howell. We talked to all of them. They were all great. And you know me. I wanted to know about well, the things I always like to ask. You know, quarterback play, get in the weeds a little bit about the grip, the mechanics, guys they played against, guys they idolized. We did it all. And the first one right off the bat is the guy, the man of the hour right now, Kenny Pickett. You know, he's a glove wearer. He's got smaller hands. I ask him about it, and you'll hear Florio involved in some of these interviews as well. So don't be surprised if you hear some jerk. It's Mike Florio, okay? He's the only other guy talking on there besides me, all right? But here we go. Lead off the podcast. Here he is, the man from Pitt, Kenny Pickett. Yo, 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 what's up? It's Chris Sims, Chris Sims on Button, and we got a good one, Kenny Pickett. Pitt quarterback, more importantly, from Jersey, 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 <laughs> Jersey, right. Jersey. All right, so that's awesome, man. Um, congrats on your year. You, I mean, you played great. Thank you. You really should be proud of everything you did. That was awesome to watch. Um, all right, here we are. You know, last year there was a talk that you might come out last year. In fact, like when we started when we the draft process last year, I watched a little film on you because I thought you might come out. So first take us into what brought you back for the fifth year and, and going back to Pitt. Yeah, I mean, just to simplify it, really just didn't like the grades I was hearing from teams and all the info that I was getting. Sure. Uh, did my due diligence of getting that research and make sure it was accurate. And, uh, you know, having that extra COVID year, I really wanted to come back and improve yeah. uh, as a player, obviously, to get in this position that I am in today. What, it, what was the, like, things you heard, right, you know, that you didn't like? Because I, I was there, too. I almost came out as a junior. Yep. And then I threw three interceptions in the Big 12 championship game, and that was down the drain <laughs> right there. But, like, you know, what was it that you heard that you went, okay, I'm going to go back to the drawing board a little bit? Yeah, here. I mean, round six, seven, the possibility of falling that late. Um, didn't want to leave the chance. You know, right. I, I'd rather bet on myself, go back, and, and, and have one more year at it and put myself in the position I am in now. Was there specifically things they said to you about your game then that you were like, what? Like, I mean, of course, they're not always right. I know that. Yeah. But what were they saying to you that way? Um, I was never in contact. Really. It was just the people that I was asking. Sure, and they wouldn't sure. get the details of, I would just get the... Just where you're where rated. You're, yeah, I know. I, I had to make that fast decision. Right. I didn't have much time to really get into it. Uh, but once I decided to come back, then it's okay. I want to improve the deep ball, being accurate downfield, um, going through my progressions in the pocket, maintaining a good base. Yeah more efficient in the red zone, all those things that I've really improved on right. uh, to, to allow me to have the season. What would you do? What'd you do? Like, who'd you, who'd you work with? How do you go back to the drawing board and fix the deep ball and those right. type of things? Yeah, yeah. well, I work with Tony Rassiopi in New Jersey. I'm sure, sure you're familiar I with am, so, I know. Yeah, I've yeah, been, been working with Tony for six years now, so right. I put a lot of work with him, and then obviously being with Coach Whipple for my third year. Yeah. I think that was really the difference maker of, of owning the system and mastering it and using everything at my disposal that he has in the offense.
offense. So I think uh, both areas of just technique and then offense really helps. Yeah, mentally you're comfortable, so right. now you can just let it fly with your physical ability, right? right. Yeah, that, that's a thing. All right, so, you know, you know, now here you are, we're going there. You made those adjustments. Now you probably have another list of adjustments you're trying to make here now for this year yep. as far as your adjustment to the NFL. What what has that been? So, you know, just working ever since your evaluations, what you hear from people, what is the thing you're trying to improve now go to the NFL? Yeah, I mean, that, that whole pocket footwork, yeah. you know, I made those improvements, but I still, that's another area that I really want to improve right. on. Uh, maintaining my base, not coming undone in the pocket before I need to. Yep. Uh, there's times you turn on the tape, I do that. So that's going to go hand in hand with really mastering the offense that I eventually go to. Right. And knowing, you know, how the progression works, how it ties up with timing in my feet. So all those things are going to go into it. Yeah, I got you. All right, so now we got to get to the million-dollar questions because everybody talks about your hands, right? <laughs> hands don't really mean crap anymore. They don't. The size of the hands don't. Uh, hey, Mahomes, there's so many quarterbacks that don't have big hands. They grip the ball in a way to where they get the smaller part of the ball. It looks like you do that, right? Do you know how you grip the football? As I far don't. As you're don't. one and three, I believe. That's, a, that's what I one looked at, like okay. right on the first space, and then you got the second one on the third one. You wear the glove, right? I do. So I don't love the glove. I'm going to evaluate you for what you are, all right? I'm, so don't worry. But I don't right. love the glove. I'm going to be honest with you, okay? No I worries. hope you can – Jersey guys are keep it real. Yeah. All right? Yeah. It doesn't mean it's going to affect your evaluation. But how did that come about? Talk about that. Just where it was like, okay, let me try a glove, put it on, and now throw the ball. Yeah. Well, growing up in New Jersey, it gets cold in playoff yeah. weather. So I, mean, okay. I have – in Pop Warner in, in high school, I ended up you doing it. You messed with it that so early. I messed with it that early. Oh. So I had – that's where I was comfortable doing it on a Thursday night against UNC in 2019, I believe. So that right. was one of the first times I did it in college. Threw it really well. Uh, threw it well all week in the indoor at practice and stuff. And I was preparing for that game, the weather, and, and what to expect. And uh, Coach Whip just said it doesn't have to be cold to, to wear the gloves. Like you could wear them and, and just see how it goes. And right. continue to do it. Felt more comfortable with it, and then stuck with it. It's the the grip, right? Yeah. Tell just, what it is that you love about it because it, I, I know. I mean, I've done it. Right. There's a lot to love about it. Yeah, yeah. It's just the I don't know how to explain. Just comfortable, more comfortable with it. It just felt more natural for me to have have the glove on. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just a, just kind of a feel thing. Do you ever feel? Is there ever like I talked to quarterbacks like even Kurt Warner before who wore the glove towards right. the end of his career, right? And he would talk about there were certain throws where I felt like the glove affected him. Like he had actually had to think for a little bit of like, wait, I gotta to throw it short. I gotta drop my arm down a little bit because the ball can stick to the glove to a degree. Okay. Like, are there things that you think about in certain throws as far as like, oh, I gotta change it? Just don't if you, if you don't over grip. I never had the problem of uh, of that. Getting so, it stuck yeah, in there. right. So right. Long, I'm not squeezing the ball. I feel like I spin it better because I have a looser grip and sure. I can just spin it. So um, I would say. I wouldn't say there's a throw that I'm like kind of conscious of that. I just always just conscious of not over gripping it and holding yeah. on too tight. Right. Anything like, you know, nerd quarterback wise, like I know we talked about the mechanics or whatever to a degree, but like as far as, you know, that you're working on on certain throws more specifically. Like Desmond Ritter came here a minute ago and he's like, man, throws to my left to my open side. All I do is step in the bucket, right? He yeah. wants to throw it here, but he steps way over here to do it. So that's been a thing he's had to work on. Like anything that jumps out to your mind that you've had to work on here? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the timing throws. And yeah. You're working with guys that you haven't worked with. Yeah. So really, ha no one had to judge their breaks, I think, coming out tomorrow and how right. each guy's going to be different. Right. You'll probably see guys being that half second a little bit late yeah, just to nervous. make sure they catch the angle right. of where those guys are going. Right. Uh, so having the training process with, with guys I haven't thrown to, 
doing the timing routes and, and matching that up with my footwork and my feet, I think, is the number one thing. Gotcha. Let it rip out there. Yeah. All right. Don't worry. No, nobody's going to go, oh, my gosh, he's he's one for two to a guy he never threw to in his <laughs> life. You know, just let it go. That's right. the one thing. You want to see talent. You want to see the guys do it that way. All right. Growing up, Jersey guy, Jets or Giants fan? Eagles. What the? F- what the? <laughs> what the- I know you're from, you're kind of in Middle Jersey, so that's yeah. kind of like the line of demarcation. South Jersey for all those out there is Philadelphia fans. North Jersey is New Yorkers. So you went with the Eagles. What a stupid decision that My was. My dad grew up in Philly. And okay. he, he passed okay. it down. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Damn. So your dad probably doesn't like my dad a whole lot. That's for sure. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> all right. How old's dad? Early fifties, fifty-two. Okay. Yeah. He doesn't like my dad. That's for no, sure. All right. Nah. Now, uh, NFL-wise, quarterbacks. Like just just growing up. Like, who, who was your guy growing up? I was always a smaller guy. I hit a growth spurt late. So, Russell Wilson, Drew Brees, I kind of gravitated more to the smaller, mobile gotcha. guys, which yeah. I think the NFL is kind of turning more to guys that are more mobile than uh, the old school mold. So, um, you know, having the, to watch those guys and really throughout my career watching a lot of the more mobile quarterbacks. All right. Any more, any difference now or now that you're bigger and you grew? Or right. You I mean, you watch yeah. Josh Allen now. You watch, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you know, I, I watch Burrow at LSU. Right. Um, and obviously, keeping in, 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 uh, up to date with him in the NFL. And, you know, obviously Rodgers and Mahomes, those guys are elite categories. So really just like watching the position. All right. Don't hate the player, hate the game. I'm saying this for a real thing. You pulled off the fucking okey-doke of the okey-doke this year. (laughs) The okey, the fake slide, keep running for a touchdown. Like, what a bunch of bull crap that was. I would have done it too, right? And I look at it and go, damn, they got to change that rule. There's something there. Right. But, like. Tell me, that's something you've been thinking about for a while, or it just happened organically right there? Yeah, no, I don't think in a championship game I was thinking of doing something that's never been done in the game before. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm ready to pull up for a slide. I you just, were ready to legitimately pull I was pull legitimately up. pulling up for a slide. Yeah. Their body language, I, just playing experience. You know, when you slide, usually guys are on top of you. They still come finish the play, and th- those guys were pulling up so far away. You recognize I recognized the body language. Far, their, right. their shoulders were pulled back, so yeah. I was like, why am I stopping? I just keep going. Wow. Ended up the foot just dragging, and that's how it. That's how it happens. Okay, so. I, I like that. That's a good answer. I like yeah. that. It makes me think better about the situation. Yeah, too. definitely uh, not a championship game. But oh, I'm going to get him with a fake slide. Yeah, it's, you know that's not. I'm, I'm worried about winning the game. <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt about it. Um, all right, so so far here, like tomorrow, you're doing it all. Doing it all. Yeah, running, jump, throw. Yeah. Yep. All right. What's that been like? You know, I mean, I remember going through that, getting down. And you're like, what the hell? I'm in a three point stands and I run a forty. <laughs> right. I wasn't a track guy in high school, so right. I had no background really. But the camp circuit, I had a little bit of recall doing all that stuff, the Nike, the Nike yeah. and the rivals. So I think that really helped me now being in this position. Um, but it's like you said, it's unique because you're doing stuff that's not in your position. Right. You're never going to have to do it again. Right. But as a professional, you just want to be the best at it. So you're focused on every single day going to work. And, okay, it's you know, you're doing your quarterback stuff. But on top of it, instead of conditioning and, and weightlifting, which you're, you're doing, but not as much because you're – you got to do some things that you're not used to doing, so and get the the fundamentals and basics of the drill down. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, like what? I mean, you can run. Like, what do you? You know, again, I don't want you to have to like put yourself out there to your like ultimate best. But what are you right. expecting? Like, uh, I think it'll be four sevens. Four seven. Forty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right around there. Yeah. All right. You're gonna do vert. A vert. Yeah. yeah. I think I hope thirty-two plus around there. Okay. What about the bench press? You doing? We'll that? not be touching. The bench. Okay, then you're not we'll doing not, all of we'll that. Be touching the bench. He's yeah. Not, no. no. You're from Jersey. You're supposed to dominate the bench yeah, press. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. We left that one out this year. <laughs> okay. All right. That's cool. All right. Um, I had something else I was gonna ask you, and I can't remember what the hell it was. Uh, damn. I had something off of that that I wanted to ask you. Um, oh, here's it. Here's what it was. 
I mean, mainly in the shotgun. Right. right. For the most part. I mean, were you guys ever really I haven't deep dived into you guys on film yet. I just know base level stuff. Yeah, we were. We we, we went we under, underneath a major, little majority gun constable. My first two years with Coach Watson, I'd say we were seventy percent right. under. So I've some I mean, coming from two West Coast systems, I've I've I felt the, the difference of both. Okay, and you're good with huddle and calling the plays there and right. all that. Yeah. You guys were traditional that way. Right. I mean Coach Whipple, I mean, uh, for Pitt fans, no, I don't know if anyone else knows, but I would run to the sideline to get the huddle calls. So I, he would he would yell the play to me, and I had to obviously That's hear real it. old school. Real old school. <laughs> hear it, remember it, go to the huddle. Right. Um, so I think that really helped me with the Senior Bowl and kind of how it's done. They have the uh, microphone and the helmets yeah. and doing that for the first time. But being able to go out there and operate the huddle, get guys lined up, I felt like I had a good uh, control of that, which I was you know happy with. Yeah, awesome. Thanks for spending some time, man. Absolutely, man. Thanks Good for having luck. me on. Kick some ass. Thank do you. it for Jersey. Absolutely, right? we'll All do. Right. Not the Eagles part of Jersey, the, the other side. <laughs> gotcha. Joining us now, one of the top quarterbacks in the 2022 draft class, he is Malik Willis from Liberty. Malik, welcome. How are you, pal? Hey, I'm good. I can't complain. I mean, I woke up this morning. I'm in a place with a full of great talent and guys like you that want to cover us. I mean, we're just happy to be here. Wow, he's already got the spiel down pat. What? A season what, what a franchise quarterback. Wow. Yeah, what a franchise. Wow. Look at that. I know. Hey, Malik, what time, what time did the alarm go off? What time did the alarm go off this morning? Because I know it's My a busy time. My alarm went off at 445. Yeah. Holy crap. To, That's earlier go, than mine. Yeah, we had to go handle that. Oh, yours went off earlier? Would you have to? Would you? Have, no, 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 we no, no. To, I, uh, I don't get up that early. Uh, we had to go do the like drug testing this morning at 5 a.m. Oh, isn't that great? Yeah, it was I great. I remember that. Yeah, thanks for knocking on the door in a big day where I got two big days coming up. I got to get up early and go pee in a cup. No, the crazy thing was it was chairs lined up all down the hallway. You could see them, so you want to be the first one to get down there. Oh. They started at 5 a.m., so I tried to get down there at like 4.45 right. so I can go ahead and knock it out. And you got it, You got in? You were first in line? In and out, and I went wow. upstairs and went back to sleep. Damn, okay. Quarterback knows how to prioritize his time, yeah. Mike. Got to. Yeah. Well, hey, how long have you been in town, Malik? And and how how many teams have you talked to so far? Uh, I've been in town since Monday. Uh, I got here about eleven thirty and talked to plenty of teams. Uh, probably all thirty-two. Um, you're a specimen. I mean, you really are. Great athlete. Got a big arm, right? But. So tell us, tell us what you were at Auburn. Kind of tell us what went down there as far as your why leave there, and then of course how you ended up at Liberty. I mean, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. I mean, I didn't get my opportunity there, so uh, I just had to move on and go to Liberty. Uh, I found everything I needed at Liberty. I grew in my faith. Uh, great offense with Coach Freeze and Coach Austin. Coach Austin helped me grow my fundamentals. I still have a ways to go, but still. Uh, and I graduated, and I'm a semester away from my master's of business. So, yeah. I mean, I accomplished all my goals. You, you did. I mean, listen, you're winning, okay? You are definitely winning <laughs> right now. I mean, Auburn, did you just feel like you, they were never going to give you a chance? Like you just felt like they were settled with uh, – I'm blanking on his name right now off the top of my head. No, I was uh, just a little bit immature. You were immature, so yeah. you put it on yourself no, more. No, I definitely put it on myself. And what do you mean? What do you mean by immature? Just Like I didn't know what it all what all it took outside of ability gotcha. to win the job. Right, little things to study, work a little harder, whatever it may be. You felt like you were a little little behind in that area. Yeah, I can blame it on that. All right. I give you a lot of credit for admitting that. I really do. That's I mean, that's a mature answer. So the credit credit there for sure. Go ahead, Mike. 
Well, you know, one of the things you're going to hear over and over again, Malik, so you may as well hear it from us. People are going to say, well, the competition level isn't the same at Liberty. So, yeah, you stand out there. But how's that really going to translate to the NFL? What's your response when you get that question? They can say what they want. Everybody has an opinion. Everybody's entitled to one. Hey, whether it's informed or not, that's on them. I mean, it's football at the end of the day. We all work out. I mean, you see when we come to stuff like this and we all work together and it doesn't seem like nothing's off. So yeah. I don't really understand how they could say something like that. I mean, at the senior bowl, we're all playing together. Nothing's off. Uh, it's just about, you know, going out there and playing football to the best of your ability. What did you learn the most about yourself competing with guys at the Senior Bowl? That I can relate to anybody. I felt like we just, you know, hit it off a lot of people. And I met a lot of people. We all trying to do the same thing. I felt like that was really cool. Uh, we, ju we just understand where we are in the process and what we have to do. But at the same time, we're still making friendships that will probably last, you know, as long as our career and after. So I felt like that was the best part about it. Who, who do you look at in the NFL? Like, you know, I watch you. And you throw the deep ball. You're a gifted runner. Like, looks like you literally can go. We can pull guards and run quarterback power with you, almost like Josh Allen. But who's the guy you look at in the NFL that you go, I like his game or my game somewhat similar to his? Man, I look at like four or five of them just off the strength yeah. of what they do and what I hope to be able to do one day. You know, right. like Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Patrick Mahomes, you got Deshaun Watson, Matt Ryan. Just those guys are like, really gifted at what they do like Matt Ryan's anticipation Russell Wilson's deep ball like Patrick Mahomes in these arm angles and yeah. he's just playmaking uh it's just been amazing really yeah no it is there's a lot of good damn quarterbacks in the NFL right now all right yeah. so your own game right you know I, there's always stuff you got to work on there's certainly things you probably look at and go wait college I might not be able to get away with that in the NFL whatever what about your game mechanically anything that you look at like I've been working on with my quarterback coach lately to to fix that like what's what's the number one thing I mean, definitely my footwork. I mean, footwork? That's where some of these, you know, so-called inaccuracy issues come from. I mean, I'm not inaccurate. Just yeah. sometimes my feet are out of whack, and right. that'll make you inconsistent. Yeah. Uh, so when my feet are right, it's all good. I mean, everything's on rhythm, everything's on good weight, and it's all good. What do you tend to do, like, with your feet that gets you in trouble? Like, what is it? Do you step away from the target? Is your balance off? Like, what is it about that that you go, okay, wait, specifically when I miss these passes, this is kind of what I always do and, and get this bad habit well it just depends on what uh we're trying to do what and kind of i just get whatever. caught up sometimes uh being blessed with the arm talent i was i can get away with certain yeah, stuff right uh but just when i want to be consistent as possible i have to you know lock into the details yeah be a machine yeah, yeah. Malik, there's been plenty of talk that this year's class of quarterbacks isn't as good as what we've seen in past years. When you hear that, do you take it personally or do you say, hey, this is my opportunity to stand out among these other guys? I don't even watch TV, bro. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't really buy into You don't into even care it. about no. that crap. I mean, they can say what they want. I mean, it is what it is. It's an opinion. At the end of the day, it doesn't really change what we have to do. We have to go keep working hard. We have to go keep doing what we do every day, so... Are you saying you don't watch me and Mike Florio on a daily basis? <laughs> what a jerk you are. What a jerk. I liked you until right then. I'm that, sorry. <laughs> all right, fine. I'll let you get away with it for okay. now. <laughs> sorry, Mike. You keep going. My bad, man. No, all right. Now, you know TV, what? We're going to let Malik get on with his day. Now that he says he doesn't watch TV, we're done with him. Malik, we're done with you. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Hell I'm kidding. We're out of time. Uh, yeah, yeah. we got to let you get on to whatever else you have to do today. 
congratulations on all your success. All the best moving forward. We look forward to talking to you. Whether you watch us on TV or not, we'll talk to you and we'll watch you on TV, Malik. Good luck yeah, with everything. We will. And we'll we'll return the favor. Okay? I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. No doubt. I got Sam Howell here, okay? North Carolina quarterback, played for my old coach, Mac Brown. He's heard all those talks. He knows Sally Brown. How many yeah. times has Mac brought up Sally during a team meeting? Oh, every, I every time. Sally likes it, right? Yeah. I, that's my yeah. favorite part of Mac. Yeah, no, it's he, awesome. He, he sells things that way. But uh, congrats, man. Great yeah. year, great Thank college you so career. Thank Good you so much. Yes, sir. Glad to be here. Mike, you want to lead it off? Go ahead, buddy. Well, I was just going to say, he's got an awesome beard. It reminds me of my son's beard. I can't grow a beard like that. Chris, I know there's no way in hell you could ever in your lifetime, no matter how many years you live, to grow a beard like that. No chance. Absolutely no chance. I think it's pretty perfect, really. Yeah, I've had, it, I've had it for a little while. I had it since my like freshman year of high school. I don't even know what I look, look like without it Look at that crap. Nowadays. Freshman year in high school, I had no hair in a lot of areas of my body still then. He was growing a fucking beard. Holy crap. Damn. <laughs> oh, Sam Howe has no idea yes, what sir. he's walked into. Uh, yeah, he doesn't know what he walked Let's into. get right to it. Hey, look, they, they, say, they say it's not a very strong class of quarterbacks. Tell us why a team should be looking at you if they need to address the position. Yeah, I think it's my ability to lead a team. You know, I kind of went into a program that was struggling at the time, and I went in there and, and set a new standard and kind of brought the program back to where it should be. Um, and I think it's, I, I can make every single throw on the field. I think I'm athletic enough to be, to be a weapon with my legs. Um, and I think mentally, you know, I can take any system as far as the coordinator wants to wants to take it. But I, I truly think what separates me as a quarterback is, is my ability to lead a team and rally a team. Who's the quarterback that you grew up idolizing and trying to pat, pattern your game after? Yeah, I wouldn't say I, I really have one guy that I, you know, try to pattern my game after. I try to take, like, bits and pieces from a lot of get people's games. Um, but the person I probably watch the most is Drew Brees. Uh, I think he, he does a really good job. You can tell how smart he is. You can tell how, how good he is at processing information. Um, and you can tell he always, he always has a plan with the ball before the ball is even snapped. No question. We worked with Drew this year, and Drew's, Drew's great. He's a great role model to have. Um, who are you working with, like, as far as, like, quarterbacks? You know, who's your quarterback coach you've been working with here since the season ended? Yeah, Anthony Boone. Okay. Uh, he's based out of Charlotte, played at Duke right. um, a couple years back. Um, so, yeah, he's been training me really since I was, like, a freshman in high school. Gotcha. Um, and he's done a really good job for me, so I stuck with him. So, like, you know, hey, you, like you said, you can make all the throws. You're a good athlete. You can get out of the pocket. You can launch it down the field. You're a good deep ball thrower. Like, anything mechanically? You know, you've worked on since after the season or your career's over to where you just go, wait, i got to fix this. Anything, you know, tighten up emotion, let footwork. What is, what is the one thing that, you know, you've really focused on that you felt like you had to improve? Yeah, I think the main thing, is, the main thing is just consistency with my feet. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, I, I kind of got away with some bad footwork just because, you know, I think I, my arm is pretty talented. And I, you know, my, my footwork wasn't always where it should be. Um, just trying to tune that up and be a lot more consistent with that is kind of the main thing we've been focusing on. Right. What, tell me about the NFL football, like the first time you grabbed that, because it is different from the college ball. Yeah. You know? what, what was it like? Yeah, it, it was a lot different. Um, yeah. It took me probably. You know, two or three throwing sessions to, to really feel comfortable with it. Right. Um, but did I you change like your grip at all? At I, all? I didn't. You uh, didn't. I kept the same grip. Yeah. Um, what do you? How do you grip it? If you don't mind me nerding out, do you yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, um, I put my ring finger on the second lace. Second lace. Yep. And the pinky's not. On you're the, underneath. Underneath. Right. Yep. So you're two and under four yep. or something like that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like four. Right. Four, four or five. five. Right. Yep. Okay. Yes, all right. So you didn't have to adjust your grip, but the ball is different. We tell everybody why the ball, the NFL ball, is different. Yeah. It's just a little bit bigger yeah. um, than, than what we use in college. College we use a Nike ball. Um, 
little bit smaller football. Um, so, it, it, honestly, I kind of like it a little better now that I've, I've gotten used right? to it. Yeah, laces are good. The leather's yep. better quality. Yeah. Yep. You'll like it better. Yes, sir. Sam, how close did you come to sticking around for one more year at North Carolina? Um, I don't know. Um, it, it was a little bit of a, a decision to make, um, but it was just something I, I prayed about a lot and talked to you know all the people close to me, and I kind of just felt like this was the, the best move for me. Uh, you know, I feel like I'm ready to you know take this next step, um, and I feel like I have everything it takes to you know excel at the next level. Do you have do you have a desire to jump right in and play right away, or do you see the uh, value for you in sitting for one, maybe two years, maybe even longer than that, as you learn the game behind the scenes? Yeah, I think the you know the competitive nature of, of who I am wants to you know get out there day one and, and start. Um, but you know, I think I'm I'm fine either way. You know, I just want to make sure I'm doing everything I can to get better each and every day and, and try to become the best version of myself I can. Um, and if that's not good enough to start at the time, then I'll just continue to get better um, and, and help the team every, in every way that I can. Um, but you know, I think the competitive nature of who I am would would like to play early on. Uh, but I also understand the you know the benefit of, of sitting behind a guy who's who's done it for a little while sam uh we look forward to seeing how it plays out for you we thank you for some of your time all the best at the combine and beyond and uh, good luck starting your nfl career joining us now nevada quarterback carson strong carson welcome to the program how are you i'm doing great thanks for having me on the show appreciate it Great to have you. Great to talk to quarterbacks, even though Chris Chris gets very excited when quarterbacks are on because you guys have like this special language and I just kind of sit back and watch it all unfold. So before <laughs> I turn it over to Chris, let me ask you a couple of questions. One is the, the lack of interest that you had coming out of college. And we've seen guys like that over the past and they've become great NFL quarterbacks, partly because they use that as motivation. How much motivation do you take from the fact that your only FBS offer was from Nevada? Yeah, I definitely left a chip on my shoulder. Uh, my hometown school, UC Davis, uh, 20 minutes away uh, from where I grew up. My dad played basketball there. You know, a story I could tell you is they came to see me throw three times. And on the third visit, they said, I would love for you to come to our camp. Um, you know, and ever since then, I just had the biggest chip on my shoulder that it didn't matter who was going to offer me. I was going to get one school to believe in me. And when they did, I was going to give them everything that I had. And, you know, that's one thing Nevada gave me. They had unwavered confidence in me, and I can't thank them enough for that. And I feel like that never goes away. Once you get that chip on your shoulder, no matter how long you play football, there's always that memory. And it's useful because it drives you to get up early, work late, do everything you need to do because you always use that little seed of doubt to push you to higher and higher levels. Is that true for you? Absolutely. I was the seventh quarterback on the depth chart when I first got to Nevada. So, you know, I had to earn everything that I got. And, you know, that's something that's been instilled in me since I was a child. So that's never going to go away. What was the reasons you see? Like, how stupid are they? That's right. But one thing I know, just like watching you through the year a little, and uh, my dad loves you. You can throw it. I mean, one thing you do is throw it. I just I don't even understand it. Like, what what were the reasons some of the schools were telling you you weren't Division One worthy? Like, what, you got any? Um, well, the Pac-12 schools that came to see me, Cal and Oregon State, um, they were really interested in Spencer Petrus, who was a Marin Catholic, um, you know, kind of in my area. Gotcha. Um, I guess I was just, I, I was just a raw football player. Um, I was still, you know, tall. Yeah. I didn't hit a growth spurt. Lanky, spirit. right? I was tall, lengthy. I had a good arm. Right. Um, just I wasn't polished. Yeah. I didn't have, you know, a quarterback trainer. I wasn't going to the camps and stuff gotcha. like that. So. Gotcha. 
everything happens for a reason. And, you know, I was very lucky to go to Nevada. I wouldn't change anything. Yeah, you shouldn't. You got to throw the ball a ton, play a ton. That's the most important thing to succeed in the NFL. Now off of that, right? Like what's, what's the thing, who you working with, like quarterback school wise right now. And then what's like the number one thing you're working on that you go, damn, I got to improve this from college to the NFL. I'm working with Jordan Palmer. All right. Awesome. Yeah. He knows his stuff. No doubt. Um, you know, I feel very fortunate that, uh, and lucky that he wants to work with me. Yeah. I mean, how could I turn that down? Right. right. He knows uh, his stuff, man. And you California guys stick together anyways. Yeah. So. yeah. He does know his stuff. They're an awesome family. Yeah. And our, our whole group is great. Desmond Ritter's down there. Great. Um, Chase Garbers, Jared Garantino. Um, and so we got a good good group down there. We got a nice little house. Um, you know, we grind every single day together. Right. Um, you know, and st- I'm working on a lot of stuff um, physically just driving off my leg again um we can talk about the knee going to it the, but I, ba- the back leg you're talking yes. about like getting that yes. leg underneath you to get your power going towards the target yes right so in february i had a surgery that was supposed to be a year-long recovery yeah i came back and played six months out of surgery right um and so during the season it just wasn't quite ready right um and i just developed compensation i was getting off of it too quickly i wasn't sure. really using it to drive off of it uh, obviously i'm a lot better now i showed that at the senior bowl i didn't have a knee brace i moved fluidly and smooth well, you looked like you had more of a base in the senior bowl yeah compared to the regular season which makes sense now absolutely okay. yeah it, it got way stronger still right. getting stronger but yeah. um you know just learn how to drive off of it again yeah um breaking all those bad habits that i developed during the year right um i just have so much untapped power and potential that i haven't been using yeah. and jordan's just trying to get it out of me yeah Carson, how much of your decision to not go back to nevada for one more year was strategic when we look at the fact that there aren't a lot of quarterbacks on the high end in this class, so it's a better opportunity to compete, better opportunity to stand out. Was that part of the reasoning for making the jump now instead of giving it one more year? The plan going into this year was that this was going to be my last year in college. Um, you know, I, I don't care where I get drafted, to be completely honest with you. First round, seventh round, I, I kind of envision myself making it the hard way anyways. Going to Nevada with one scholarship offer, like you said, you know, I thought if I played my best football, I'd be the last pick of the draft or undrafted free agent. Um, you know, I always just saw myself making it the hard way. The fact that I'm even being considered as a first, second round, third round pick, whatever it is, you know, I'm just blessed to be here. I literally could care less about the money if I'm a first round or a seventh round pick. One thing that I know is it doesn't matter where you get drafted it matters what you do once you get drafted um and so wherever i ended up going it doesn't matter to me i'm just looking forward to having a chance to play in the nfl and it's good to see that you're making business decisions about your career about your future more college players need to be encouraged to do it what kind of pushback did you get when you decided to not play in the bowl game this year and chris and i fully support those decisions i'm just curious if people out there are criticizing and and resisting what is an important business decision for someone to make who's trying to stay healthy for the next level? Well, my teammates definitely understood. They saw me go through the whole process. Um, You know, they saw me fighting to itch back to come back six months sooner than I was supposed to. Um, So they saw the ups and downs that I had during the year. Uh, I didn't miss a single game. Uh, They saw me doing whatever I had to do to get myself ready to play that next Saturday. Uh, They know that the past four years, I gave my heart on the field every single game. And, you know, they they completely understood. And that's really all that matters to me is that my teammates understood. Um, Our coaches were already moved on at that point. So it really was just a conversation with my teammates. They completely understood from that standpoint. So I didn't really have a hard time with it. 
Um, all right, big guy. Who's who's like growing up? Who's the who's the quarterback? Or even right now, who'd you look at and you go, damn? I mean, that's the guy. Or who are you excited to see in person on the field? Yeah. You know, your first year in the NFL. Well, I loved Peyton Manning growing up. Yeah, he was my guy. I had a big poster of him right right above my bed when the I was sheriff. a kid. Yep. And um, you know, I try to kind of emulate my game, just take care of the ball, make good decisions. You look like him in the pocket at times. I'm not gonna lie. You I used really to hold do. the ball in my ear growing up as a kid. Yeah, I kinda you had even to... get a little of the foot the pitter patter yeah. <laughs> with the foot every now and then. And I was like, yeah. damn, he looks like Peyton out there. And, but I also loved Brett Favre. Okay. And that's a completely different style, gunslinger right. mentality. Don't think twice, just sling it. And so I try to blend making good decisions with the football, but also gunslinging at the same time. One analogy that I had, uh, I forgot who I was talking to, is I compare playing quarterback to boxing. For one, you have to stay light on your toes. You have to be ready to strike at any time. Yeah. But at the same time, you can't come in throwing haymakers. Yeah. You got to throw jabs. You got to beat the body up. Right. You got to take what they give you. Right. Take what they give you. Take what they give you. Eventually, the defense is going to put their hands down and play cover one. Yeah. And when they do, you got to be ready to knock them out. Yeah. Look at you with all the smart freaking answers over here. That was good. That was a good way to say it right there. All right. How about the? I asked like Sam Howell before quarterback, like the ball itself. How was the adjustment going from the college football to the NFL football? I, for one, liked it because I was always like, man, the NFL ball just feel the laces are better, the leather's better. Uh, it is bigger, though. So what was it like for you? Yeah, going into it, I kind of overthought. I was like, this is going to be different. Am I going to be able to spin it? But you know, it's a nice ball. It's right. a good football, yeah. especially when you mud it up and yeah. scrub it and right. do all the goods that you know the NFL teams do. So it's you, a great ball. Did you change your grip at all or anything? Are you still the same grip? No, do you know how you grip, grip the ball? Um, I got my pointer finger on the top of the ball. Yep. I got uh, two fingers on the laces. Yeah. So you got. What do you do? You know. You know where that that one goes on the bottom. The, do you know where they are? Uh, I'm no. gonna start quizzing. See, this shit. I'm I'm <laughs> gonna know here in a few minutes. And I I'm gonna tell you. How you I can see it in my hand. I'm but. sure. I know. There's amazing how many quarterbacks don't actually know how they grip the football. I'm amazed by that. I really am. I couldn't tell you exactly what lace that I hold, but I could see it. I can. Okay. Go ahead. It. Well, Mike's gonna ask you another question, and I'm gonna tell you how you grip it here okay. in two seconds. Right. I'll pull it up. Okay. Actually, actually, they tell me that the time has come to let Carson get on with his day, talking to far more interesting people than us. Chris, so we'll have to put a pin in this always exciting where do quarterbacks put their fingers on the football conversation. He's one and, and under three, Mike. One and under three. Very high up on one the football there. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes, I got it. Now now he knows. Carson, you've learned something today. You're one no, and know. under three when you grip the football. All right, Carson, congratulations on your success. And and we love a guy who who finds that chip on his shoulder and makes the most of it and overcomes adversity. And we hope to see you do more of the same at the NFL level. All the best going forward. Forward, and we look forward to talking to you down the road. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, good luck, buddy. Thank you. Well, looky who we got here. If it isn't old Mr. Final Four quarterback for the Cincinnati Bearcats, Desmond Ritter, thanks for coming on. Chris Sims, nice to meet you. Yes, sir. Nice to meet you. Thank you for having me. Great year. Congratulations, first off. That was really cool. You know? It was it was a fun ride for sure. Right. Have you been able to digest it yet a little bit and like realize what you did? You went into Notre Dame, beat their butt, you know, Golden Domers, did all that. I mean, have you been able to digest it? Uh, I haven't been able to digest much. Um, you know, it's kind of been quick moving over the past couple months, past six months, yeah, really. Right. Um, you know, maybe in maybe in about 15, 10 years, I might be able to look back on it and kind of take it all in. Um, but no, you know, it was an outstanding ride. Um, we had a great team, you know, a lot of great players who, you know, have propelled that program to where it is today. Um, and so we were just blessed to be a part of it. 
Um, and, and, you know, I think that Cincinnati team is going to make another run for it this year. Yeah. All right. I mean, it seems like it's in a good place. All right. So now talk about like you talk about like it's it's, it's a world win, right? I mean, the game's over and it's like right away. It's like, OK, it's NFL, it's agent and all this stuff. Kind of take us through the process and how it goes and like what you've been doing to this point now. Yeah. So obviously, um, I, you know, had the decision to, to either stay or, or right. leave last year. Um, and that's really when, you know, the, the majority of the agent stuff was going on. Um, and, you know, right when I was coming out or deciding to come out or not, I narrowed my agent, you know, it was down to about three of them. Um, and then I decided to come back. And, you know, the NIL was a, a huge opportunity for college athletes at the time. Um, and I decided to stick with Vayner Sports. Um, and, and, you know, th that was my agent from NIL and to, to right now in the NFL. Right. Um, so, you know, the agent part of it was pretty easy for me. Yeah. Um, it, it wasn't a huge distraction. Um, but, you know, right after the game, we're, we're looking out and, and booking flights. And, you know, it was like I could go out there and, and do a, a little media shoot for um, about 24 hours, 30 hours after the game. And I was like, hold on. Yeah. I was like, I need, I need at least 48, recharge. 72 right. hours. Let right. me go home. Let me pack. <laughs> right. Um, so, you know, it, it came around real quick. I got out there about four days after the game ended. Yeah. Um, and just got to work. Where, yeah. Where is it? Where'd you go? Yeah. So I'm out in Dana Point, California. Okay. Um, training with Jordan Palmer and yeah. three other guys. So, okay. And, uh, I just, uh, we were just with, uh, who, that wasn't Howell. Uh, it was the Carson Strong. Carson. Yeah. So you're working with him a little bit. Yeah, so he, he's my roommate um, yeah. and Chase Garbers and uh, Jared Garantana. Is that weird? All right. I'm not going to lie. If I was you and I was like in a competition spot with a guy, I'd be like, I, I don't want to fucking room with these guys. Sorry. I don't want to room with them. I want to beat their ass every day. And I don't know if I trust myself in the house. I'd be like, I'd be like putting shaving cream in their shoes, like, you know, stuff in their stuff. Oh, they, they slept through meetings coach today. They're not here. I mean, it's gotta be a little weird. No, nah, it's not weird at all. You okay. know, we're all, we're all good <laughs> friends. Um, and you know, we all just get like to compete. Yeah. Um, and that's one, I mean, if, if you're not liking to compete, then you probably shouldn't be playing this game. Um, but you know, when we go out there and work, whether it's running or throwing, um, we're competing in everything that we do. Um, and then, you know, sometimes it brings, you know, the best out of yeah, a, a lot of I'm us sure. some of the times. I'm sure. Um, but, you know, and then, you know, each of us have had our bad days. We're right there to pick each other back up, um, let each other know that, you know, we got to go right back to work the next day. Well, that's cool. See, you're nice there. I wouldn't pick them up. I'd go, yeah, you suck today. I hope you <laughs> suck again tomorrow. <laughs> All right. I want to just experience this because this is something I haven't. I mean, I played some big time college football, but you're rolling through the year. You're undefeated. And he just, hey, we can't be beat. All right, and then you hit the buzzsaw, the great Alabama Crimson Tide. Talk about just being on the field with them and what that experience was like with, of course, the aura of Alabama and all the talent they have on the football team. Yeah, um, so, you know. You feel for, helpless almost? No, nah, I wouldn't say helpless, yeah. but, you know, for myself, you know, I might have had a different mentality than, you know, some of the other guys on my team. Um, but for me, it was just another team. Um, you know, they might have been a little bit bigger, a little bit faster, a little bit stronger. Um, but at the end of the day, the football was put down and we were both playing football. It was 11 on 11, um, just with, you know, in a little bit bigger stadium, a little bit brighter lights, um, a little bit more people. Um, but but for me, it was it was football. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they got some impressive dudes. That's all. I was just like, did you ever have a moment on the field where you're like, damn, look at that guy. Holy crap. All these guys. Out no, here. I never, never look at that guy. Yeah. But, you know, when my boss kept getting batted down a couple of times, yeah. I was like, OK, these uh, 300 pound guys can can kind of jump. Yeah. And they, yeah. They shouldn't <laughs> really be able to do that. Um, so, you know, that, that's where you saw a little bit of the difference was up front. Right. Um, but other than that, you know, we liked our matchups outside, uh, you know, yeah. liked our guys on the outside. 
saw it and wanted to give him a chance. Gotcha. So, like, 2021, there was a lot of talk that you might come out then. You stay. You have the great year. I mean, you, you played awesome. Okay? So just you, specifically now. Like, you know, what you're doing with Jordan Palmer. What, what are we trying to refine out there, like, mechanics-wise? Like, nerd out with me a little bit. Mm, quarterback stuff yep, here. So, still footwork. Yeah. Um, and specifically, turn at the top is what we call it. So, throws to the left. Um, you know, not when we're throws short to the left or throws deep to the left, but that intermediate um, ten level. yard out, yeah, ten curl yard out, to the curl, left. maybe flattening off a corner route. Right. Um, and so, you know, when we broke down my film from uh, the season before and the season before that, you know, that's where we saw a lot of my inaccuracies were, were right there to the left. Um, so being able to get our hips turned instead of my leg just kind of swinging open. You were like stepping in the bucket. Yeah. So you might have throw the ball there, but you're stepping, stepping over in here. the bucket. Yep. Yeah, and, right. and starting from one spot and swinging my leg all the way over. Right. So instead, um, getting that crossover step turned, getting the hips all turned together um, to where our whole body's going over there and, and being able to drive. Turn into it and yep. all of that. Right, so that that's the big thing for you is those, oh, those back shoulder, those backside throws for mm -hmm. a righty there, yep. getting the body in the right position so you don't just swing open and try to do it all with your arm. Yep, and then once we get that body in position, yeah. making say we're staying balanced and stable, right? Um, especially in our weight transfer, we talk about under center a lot, obviously yeah. in the NFL. Um, making sure that when you when you drop back, you're not too far back or too far forward, um, and just staying even balanced and, and even kiltered. What about now, like just release, arm angle, things like that? Do we talk about that a lot, or is there more of the uh, like, like, hey, if your feet are in the right place, everything else will fall into if place? If your feet, if you're yeah. that you said it right there, yeah, exactly. If your right. feet are in the right place and, and you're balanced and stable. Um, everything else will work itself out. Yeah, yeah. All right, so you get to that. Now I want to talk about like the NFL football a little. And I like to ask the quarterback because it's a bigger ball. It's definitely different. You can't manhandle it probably the way you could the college ball. Was it an adjustment? Do you like it? You know, Are you used to it by now? Uh, no, I have a big hand. So every time I've picked up an NFL football, I've wanted to throw it, you know, ever since I was in high school right. till, till obviously now. Um, you know, I felt like it was easier to throw than a college football. Yeah, um, I'm with you. And, and you know, there's something it's, about it. It's that something it is. about it that it's just easier to spin. Right. Um, you get them mudded up and gripped up right. It makes yeah. it really beautiful to throw. Right. Um, but you know, I've just been excited and obviously blessed. I have the opportunity to even be able to hold on to it and yeah. throw the football. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna be doing it for a while. All right. All right, Johnny Big Hands. Let me see, cause I got some big ones too. All right. Oh, it's, it's close. It's He's close. Got longer damn fingers than me. All right, damn, you do have big hands here, so you tell the truth. All right, fine. Because I had one of the biggest hands, uh, you know, coming out yeah. in my year. So you're gonna be probably. Let's see. I can't even remember. What, you're over ten. Yeah. Right. Like and right at ten. Yeah. Have 10 you been measured quarter. already? Yeah, down at the Senior Bowl. Senior Bowl, they got you. They're still doing it the way where they go pinky to yeah, across, pinky, right? Pinky to. To, to the thumb, thumb there, yeah, right? So we might have to get a little massage, you know, right there before stretch just to get the out. extra stretch it out. Just I'm to with get, you. Get you get the extra little inches. So. I'm with you. I used to, I used to, and even in early my playing career, I used to like in like the off season stuff. I would literally sit and watch like uh, basketball, mm -hmm. or you know, it's 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 February and palm the basketball. And I felt like then when I would grab the NFL football, I'd go, man, this thing feels small, small. and I can just rip it. Yeah, no right? different than going from a football to a baseball. But stretching, it. exactly. Yeah. But stretching that thumb out, stretching that hand out. Um, all right, so now I just want to get into you a little bit. Growing up, where, what high school did you go to in Louisville, Kentucky? St. Xavier. St. And, X. And I, I got to correct you, it's Louisville, Kentucky. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I had Louisville. to do it. It's all right, my dad's yeah. from there. I know, hey, I know all even, about oh. Louisville. You know, I know about it, all right? So <laughs> screw all your Louisville, 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 Louisville. Ugh, uh, shut up, okay? You sound like one of my damn family members sorry. over there. All right, no. so the great St. X, right? My dad went to Southern. 
Okay. You know Southern High yep, School? Southern High yeah, School. Yeah, I don't think they're worth a damn right. or anything. Not not very much. <laughs> not really. But. I had a cousin that went to St. X, though, uh. so I know all about it. I actually went to a high school basketball game there once. All right, so coming out, just tell me a little bit, like, who was recruiting you and kind of how that went about. Yeah, so, you know, sophomore going into my junior year, um, not only was I, I trying to compete for a starting spot, but I was also, you know, trying to kind of pop on the radar a little bit. Yeah. Um, so for myself, um, I, I did the whole showcase tour of camps, you know, all around um, my local area, Louisville, Kentucky, Ohio State, Tennessee, West Virginia, um, and just schools like that. And so, you know, I went through that, went through the, the junior year season, didn't receive an offer through then. Um, and then it was like right after, you know, Christmas time, right around New Year's, um, when coaches could start coming to, you know, kind of come see you. Um, I, I had a flood of coaches come in, you know, from, from ACC to SEC to, to, to MAC schools. You know, it didn't really matter who it was um, just to come in to, to kind of get a look at me. Um, and, and, you know, none of them had pulled the offer. Um, and, you know, at that time, I think it what was, was about mid-March. Like, what were the answers you were hearing as far as why they wouldn't pull the offer? Hey, you know, one couples were, you know, we have another guy at the time. Others were, you know, we're still looking, still searching. Um, so, you know, I saw from every end of the book. Um, and then Cincinnati, Coach Rollins, who was a wide receiver coach at the time, um, who's now at uh, Southern Illinois. And uh, he came down to watch me throw one day, and he really liked me. Um, and then about a week later, he brought Coach Zach Taylor down. Um, he was a quarterback coach OC at the time. Yeah. Um, and three hours after that throwing session, um, that's when Coach Tuberville called me. Damn. All that work to get to, and now you're just crapping on everybody. Look yeah. what I'm doing here. I mean, that, uh, yeah, that was pass, the goal. You're going to pass on me. Um, yeah. You're probably going to pay for it. Yeah, so. good. I like that attitude. I definitely do. All right, growing up, like who's, who, who was your favorite quarterback and who, who are you like, excited to see on the field you know, in your rookie year in the NFL? Um, I would say, you know, Peyton Manning was, you know, my favorite quarterback, kind of yeah. got me into football and especially the quarterback position right. growing up. Right. Um, you're supposed so, to say Louisville. You're from, you're supposed to say, you're from Louisville. You're supposed to say Phil Simms. Yeah. Right? Right. I see him all the time on the board. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, you know, Peyton Manning was, you know, one of, you know, all time greats and, right. and the guy that I looked up to. Um, so being able this past summer to be able to go work in the Manning Academy, um, Passing Academy down there in Thibodeau, yeah. Louisiana, that That's was cool. a, uh, a cool experience. Right. Um, you know, one, not only to meet with them and his whole family, um, but to be able to go down there and work with the kids. Um, but, you know, for myself, um, you know, probably just excited to, to, to see Lamar in person just because, you know, I watched him all growing up. Um, so just kind of be able to hang with him, chill with him, get to know him on a personal level yeah. um, instead of just seeing him on the TV. Yeah. Um, but, you know, other than that, they're my enemies. So, um, <laughs> you know, when I step out on that field, um, you know, I'm going out there to play my game. And, um, you know, it's going to be exciting to see everyone. Yeah. But, you know, hopefully at the end of the game, I'm going to be in a happier state than they will be. Yeah, that's that's the goal always. All right, I mean, I, I you know, I never even thought about that. Yeah, you're in high school. Lamar is tearing it up, winning mm -hmm. the Heisman. That was probably uh, left a big impression on you. Yeah. Um, um, what, oh, tomorrow, you gonna do everything? Everything except bench press. Sex, but that's fine. Nobody yeah, gives a damn with the quarterback I bench press. I, you look like you got a little muscle anyway. Yeah, so I could definitely good. put that up a yeah. couple times. Not as many as me, but this is, you're uh, okay. Be close. <laughs> okay, what are you thinking? Like, because you can take off. One thing I'm very impressed with when you open up, you can go 60 yards to the house. Mm -hmm. uh, but I don't know if like your acceleration, I would think, is the thing that you've had to work on, right? So what? Do you, like ballpark 40. What are you thinking? 
Uh, sub four five. You thinking you can do that? That's a top. I would have said. Yeah. I uh, would have thought. I'd be disappointed if it was anything over a four five five. If you run four six, I am gonna dog you. If you, if I run four six, you can dog. Okay, me. good. I'm gonna. I mean, I'm gonna have fun, right. but I'm gonna dog you. It won't okay. be malicious. I'm just gonna dog you though. I'm gonna go. Damn, the guy let me down. And then I'm gonna get you on my pod in a month, and we're gonna talk about and it. And I'm right? gonna tell you about all the slips and, and everything. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, had. right. Oh, my hamstring was tight that day. Oh yeah. Okay. Bullshit. Uh, all right. Thanks for spending some time with me man good luck all right had a, i had a lot of fun watching you in college yes sir thank you for having me see you buddy sir take some ass yes, sir Louisville. Louisville. how how's your dad from there and you can't even say it oh right. my dad's an idiot <laughs>